Welcome to the first official North Florida Patriots podcast. We're going to dive right into something that's important to us. And if you're tuned in, it's probably important to you too. And that is the Second Amendment. There is the HR House Resolution 127, also called the Sabika Sheik Firearms Licensing and Registration Act. It was introduced this year by Sheila Jackson Lee, a Democrat. Surprise, surprise, she's a Democrat. So this is essentially a federal gun registration and the information they're going to need for this gun registration is your name, the make and model of your firearm. They're also going to want to know when you acquired the firearm and exactly where you plan to store the firearm in your home, which is essentially a map to... It's ridiculous. They're, they're, they're literally the people that I don't want to know where my guns are. Yeah, I mean, that's like kind of showing them exactly where to go and steal it. Of course, it. that's the whole point of it. And Dude, we all know is, that, like, they don't obey gun laws. This is the laws, same thing so. that Hitler did in Nazi Germany. That this, they, they register your weapons so, and, you know, get you to tell, tell them where they are so that they can, when they come to take them, you know, uh, they know if you're lying or not, and they make you defenseless. That's the whole point of this. And anyone that doesn't understand this is either blind or stupid or both. They make you do the psych evaluation. <laughs> the psych evaluation is not just for you, but whoever lives in your household. So your family. Oh, um... but wait, there's more. <laughs> exactly. Your ex. They yes. do a psych evaluation of your ex. Exactly. Now, I mean, that doesn't just give them the opportunity to sabotage you. I mean, come on. It's, the whole thing is just ridiculous. Let's just hope that you and your ex are on good terms. And... Yeah. <laughs> The shared custody agreement, child support's all paid up. Right, you know, right. Or you it. might not be owning a yeah. weapon in the future. If she future. had any incentive at all to take away your guns. Yeah. Even just out of spite. Then that's that's within her or his capability now with this law. Everyday person can have access to this information. So it's going to be uh, a database accessible to the public. So it's going to be federal, state, and local law enforcement, all branches of the military, but... Also, like you're saying, criminals, mm -hmm. doxers, people who are anti-gun. Right. Or a criminal that wants a gun. Now they have public information that you have a gun and where it is. It's a it's a it's a map for a criminal to come take your gun as well. Not not to mention that the Second Amendment is exactly to defend yourself from the government. So why would you give them that information? Another thing too is if someone borrows your gun, well, now you need permission. From the federal government. Amazing. You have, you have to kiss the king's ring yes. to ask permission to give your son your gun to go hunting with or to yeah. defend himself with. And you have to let them know who's borrowing it, you know, how long it's going to be loaned out, what purpose they're using it for. Nunya, 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 nunya. That's what it's for. <laughs> and so um, the ATF will be in charge of compliance with licensing. And each firearm has to have a license. And it's not just, you know, your newly purchased weapons, but it's... If you've had a weapon for five years, 10 years, 20 years, or something... Or granddad left you a gun. Yeah, something you've inherited from your grandfather, great-grandfather. You're going to have to register each one of those. And you're also going to have to purchase the insurance mm. that the government is not only right. requiring you to purchase, but guess what? Forcing you to engage in commerce. Guess what they happen to have just for you to purchase? Oh. Insurance for your course. gun. Yeah. I mean, they're so great. And, and, and I bet if you look, you'll notice... That that insurance gives kickbacks to the people that pass the law. It's amazing how that works. Right. Yeah. And Every I think time. Eight hundred dollars is what I read. Um, of and... the government forcing you to engage in commerce, mm -hmm. which is illegal. Yeah. So you not have to, to mention the ATF. It, it is a completely illegal entity to begin with. 
It literally, alcohol, tobacco, firearms. It literally regulates three things that the government has no right to regulate. That, that entire agency needs to be disbanded, dismantled, and anyone that resists the dismantling of it should be arrested for treason and crimes against the Constitution. So they're not only going to have, like, you know, obviously background checks, but they're also mandating 24 hours of, you know, government-mandated training before you can get your license. Right. So, so you have to go and you have to go beg them again. I'm sure if this went into play, that the lines for those, would, I mean, they would make it where it's almost impossible to get into one of these classes. The whole, the whole point of this is to disarm you. Right. They could say it's, it's not, but everything that they do makes it either difficult for you to have the weapons you have now or difficult to get them or punishes you for not following their new anti-constitutional laws. If the bill passes, you have within three months to register every single firearm that you own, and that's your ammo as well. And under this new bill, it's going to be unlawful to possess ammo that's 50 cal or greater. So right. if you're found with 50 cal ammo, you were talking a minimum of a $50,000 fine. Right. 10 to 20 years in prison. So no large capacity feeding device. Anything over 10 rounds is illegal. Right, which is every single magazine that everyone has. Pretty much forcing you to buy your constitutional rights. Right. You have to buy your constitutional right and you're punished by law. And remember, every, every law that a government makes is enforced at the end of their own guns. So if you refuse to do this, then they will literally, people with guns will come in and force you or kill you in the process. And that, that's the definition of tyranny. What we are facing right now is literally the definition of tyranny. Oh, they don't want to take your guns. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Right. Yeah, but then when you go to these protests, where these liberals are, are, they're literally carrying guns and say, yes, we really do want to take your guns. Countless pictures of it, of them actually holding signs that say that. And, and, and you tell me, what other possibility besides limiting your ability to have a weapon would these laws have? There is no other possibility for what its intention is. There is a military weapon style. Right. So if know, it looks mean and scary. Yeah. What's well, an additional like fee? Yeah, of course. So you pay your regular license to have a gun in the first place, right. but then you pay an extra fee because it looks scary. Right. So if you, so if you have a wooden magazine fed rifle that that is that looks like a hunting rifle uh that's okay but one that looks like a military rifle is not even though they have the exact same ammunition and exact same firing rate exact same capability you know one because it looks mean you have to pay extra for and so that covers like your ar-15s your ak-47s if you have a semi-automatic hunting rifle it's it's literally the same capability as an Mm ar-15 um you know it just it's just wooden and it looks like an older model rifle it doesn't look military right you know quote unquote military looking yeah it really just comes down to the fact that they don't like the way it looks and they don't know anything about guns that's it but they don't care because it's about taking all of them away and the biggest platform for people buying weapons to defend themselves against the government which is what the second amendment is for or to defend their homes is an ar-15 and that's the one they would consider military like even though it's not i mean it it looks similar to the m16 but um you know, ask how many AR-15s were on the battlefield. Yeah. None. If you think about the everyday crime that's committed, <laughs> oh, it's always a 50 cal. I always use my 50 cal when right. I rob a bank. Yeah, you're, you're using a $2,000 <laughs> Desert Eagle. Sure. I mean, that's where the real danger is. Right. No, it's the 38 Special <laughs> that the dude took from the, stole from the pawn store earlier. You stole know? from my cabinet because I 
yeah, put on a federal registry where it, where it was. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just put it in a box with a pretty bow mm-hmm. and stick it on your front porch and say, here you mm-hmm. go. Come mm-hmm. pick it up when you feel like it, yeah. you know? After you pay for it, even though you already bought it. Yeah, and the fact that you're talking about $50,000 minimum fine, for and that's violation. per violation. Right. So by the time, and that's the thing too, is that if you fail to register, if you fail to register even one and you forget or something happens or it doesn't happen in time or you don't buy the insurance, guess what? I'm sorry, you broke the rules. You don't get to play anymore. We're confiscating your guns. That's the loophole, the justification that they're using. Well, it even goes further than that because, you know, the ones that they're saying you can't have anymore that you already have. Right. Like, let's say you have three 30-round magazines for your AR-15. Now, all of a sudden, if you don't surrender those, now you're going to be fined $150,000. And then if you go to try and get your, get your information from online, it's the, the leftist tech companies. If you Google Second Amendment, the first thing that comes up is not the Second Amendment, but what liberal a liberal opinion is of the Second Amendment. It says the right to bear arms is not the founder's intentions. The founders never intended to create an unregulated individual right to own a gun. Really? Because that's not what it says. And in fact, if you read what the founders said about the Second Amendment, it's in several of the Federalist Papers, not to mention their own private writings that you can find anywhere, maybe not on Google anymore. Mm-hmm. But here, let's, let's read it. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Shall not be infringed. That's, that doesn't sound like it says that you know, they didn't actually mean for you to have a gun. It says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be shall not be infringed. And then, you know, their other argument is, um, you know, the people that that actually have read the Second Amendment, they say, oh, well, they said, well, regulated militia. That means the government tells you what to do. Right. And no, that is not what it meant at all. At the time that the founders wrote this, well, regulated means that you knew how to march and and be in combat formations. Mm-hmm. had nothing to do with re- government regulations that's why that's why if you were in the military you were called a regular because it means that you know how to march and shoot that's what that meant and it's said several times by several of the founding fathers that's what it meant they never ever meant regulated by the government a well-regulated militia is a militia that knows how to march and shoot don't believe me then look it up yourself do the research. Do you think that that's the only reason we're supposed to be able to have them? Apparently they do. They think it's only for self-defense. They're missing the bigger picture here. Yeah. The things that are going on in 1700s <laughs> and the things that seem to be going on right now are exactly why we're right. supposed to have the right to bear arms. The whole purpose of the Second Amendment, everyone's like, well, you don't need a gun like that. For hunting. Well, first of all, you don't tell me what I can and can't have. Number one. I, we are the sovereign they're the servants and that's what the government seems to have forgotten or have you know honestly been you know brainwashing us into believing that they're the sovereign that's not the case um we have the right to keep and bear arms the ones in dc want the control they know exactly right and and a and a an armed citizen is kind of hard to control without consequences and that's and that's what their goal is is to disarm us so they can do whatever they want to what you know january 6th I'm not going to go into it. Everyone has their opinions. I will say this. <laughs> I'll give you mine. Spare but... me, spare me your boohoo about how it's one of the worst days in history in American history and comparing it to 9/11. Y'all didn't say anything during months and months and months of burn loot murder and I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, However, 
why did they need the fence? Why do you need the barbed wire fence? Why do you need the National Guard there, you know, to protect you all within the Capitol? Mm -hmm. Because you had like one-tenth of a preview of what would be possible oh, if, yeah. if people actually did decide to so, act like so we had burn, loot, murder. Right. We had three million people there that in one day took the Capitol without any weapons. Obviously, if, if our guys were armed, y'all would have been toast. The only person that was actually killed by any, you know, by what actually happened was uh, Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by a D.C. cop. Who was a shot in the neck. BLM. Yeah, and she had, yeah, BLM activist. cop. A BLM activist cop shot her in the throat. That's what happened. Yep. All the other violence, the other ones, um, a cop died of a heart attack afterwards. And we don't know if it was related or not. It could have been... You know, but not to mention that uh, he managed to pepper spray himself, which I've seen firsthand cops do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and all these other deaths were, you know, they weren't caused by violence committed by the protesters. Again, the only actual violence there was by the police officers that were there. So let's just get that clear. Anything that our people did was in response to. If you're hitting me in the head with the damn baton, I'm going to fight back. And yeah. I have the God-given right to do that. What was so horrible about that fateful day of January 6th? Um, some people broke some windows and walked around inside of a building. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. If it was BLM, it would have been Molotov like, cocktails. How will we ever recover <laughs> as a nation from this tragedy? Yeah. Like, yes, we understand it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a very classy moment. It wasn't something that some people are very proud of. Some people thought it was great. Some people, it's unfortunate. Like, there's yeah. good and bad to it, I think. Yeah, and and the most damaged stuff was actually when you were saying not BLM, but actually BLM and Antifa were mixed in. They were, and, and they, we actually saw before they deplatformed Parlor. Yeah, we saw. I them saw them clothes. talking about yeah. it. Yeah, a week or so ahead of the rally. They saw what happened on yeah. the sixth, and that's what we did without guns. Right, exactly. That's that's, that's us being peaceful. Right, that's us being peaceful. <laughs> that's right. Now, now the thing is, they keep on pushing. They know. That they are that they are committing atrocities against us, okay, and they know what the consequences to that is. So they want to take away our ability to hand them those consequences they so dearly deserve. And it makes you wonder again with the barbed wire fence and the mm -hmm. National Guard present. Yeah, what exactly what are they, they planning, planning for us right, over the next gonna, four years? That they're going to get they a reaction, need, right? Exactly. They need to lock themselves safely away yeah. behind the barbed wire fence and in their underground tunnels because. They fear what that's just a preview they of what may happen. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the people reacting to what. Right. That's but, what I wanna know. Which, what do they have planned? Which goes hand in hand with this bill. Because there won't be those consequences if they disarm us and they know it. Coincidentally though, they're trying to get rid of the wall between us and Mexico. You know, somehow it, it does protect them in DC. A wall is good and it's and it's for protection. And guns are good when it's right. to protect them. When they have the guns, right. Yeah. But, you know, we don't deserve the wall on the southern border to protect us because it doesn't work then. It's amazing. Also, the fact that, what is this, like the ammo shortage and like Obama mm -hmm. and they, they bought up ammo and, billions of rounds of ammunition. and they armed the IRS? They armed the IRS. What? I'm sorry, yeah. I don't need that rifle. Why does the IRS need that rifle? Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Am I getting shot if I don't pay my taxes? Well, yeah, well, that's already going to happen. You're going to shoot so. me if I don't hand over my gun? Right. They don't understand. Actual tyranny in our time. We, I don't think we've ever been closer. No, never. To, to this really actually coming to pass as we are in this moment right now. Marco Rubio. Yeah, Marco Rubio has, was originally a, a Tea Party candidate and has since proven himself over and over again to be nothing more than an establishment hack. Just last week, he proposed a bill 
that retroactively takes away your right to buy a gun if you were just the subject of a federal investigation. Um, now that, you know, that automatically includes everyone that was in D.C. Some people at the San Augustine Police Department label patriots as domestic terrorists and white right. supremacists um, going to the state attorney's office blatantly lying about us. Yeah, they, they've they absolutely lied. So anytime anytime that they want to push their, their pro-BLM, pro-Antifa, uh, Marxist agenda... Um, they label their enemies as white supremacist and domestic and domestic terrorists, terrorist, um, which is amazing because they actually let real domestic terrorists go while they label us that. And none of us are racist. None of us are Nazis. None of us are, are real domestic terrorists. We're patriots that love our country. Uh, it doesn't matter what color you are. Well, we have a rhino here in our state who is coming up for re-election, and that's Marco Rubio. Again, he's a fake Tea Party conservative, definitely not a conservative, and that's really what this means. He wants to take guns away from patriots. How can you be a patriot or how can you be a conservative if you're literally proposing a bill to take guns away from patriots? Uh, this this is not just constitutional, but it it, give, it gets rid of the entire concept of innocent until proven guilty. You know, he's proposed gun legislation now. You know, what conservative does that? No, especially in a time in history like we're facing right now right there's been no other more dangerous time in american history than right now um besides when we've had the revolutionary war and and the civil war um you know there's no other time in our history that we've actually needed our weapons like we do now we can beat the democrats in the realm of ideas we can beat them in debate we can't do it while we're being stabbed in the back by rhinos like mitch mcconnell uh mitt romney marco rubio you know these people have got to go um, we have an election coming up. We have a midterm election where Marco Rubio is up for re-election, meaning he can be primaried. Let's primary him, please. Let's primary him. We please. have a great, great candidate, local candidate named Luis Miguel, right here in San Augustine. Perfect person, a true patriot. He stood toe to toe with Antifa and BLM. It, you can, you know what he says. You know, you know how he thinks. You can just read the articles he's written. And the new American, perfect candidate to, to primary Marco Rubio, and, and this is the only chance that we have of taking back our country is by primarying these rhinos. And there's really no better time to go for someone who is not, you know, the guy you're used to seeing. Luis is reminding me of Ron DeSantis because when Ron first was running, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Well, what experience does he have? Well, he's never held political office before," and I was like, "Exactly." Yeah. He's exactly. You know, we don't need more of the same. No, and in fact, when meeting Ron years and years ago, um, you know, I helped with his campaign and, and a lot of other people close uh, here uh, in St. John's County helped as well. And we knew by talking to him, we, we heard, you know, what he thought, you know, his explanations of the Constitution, of patriotism, and we knew that he was the right person for the job. And we did everything we could to get him elected. We have that same opportunity now for a Senate seat. And that's with Luis Miguel. The rhinos and the establishment Republicans are our biggest fundamental threat to America right now. Every time they capitulate to the Democrats, they sacrifice our rights. To Republicans, you don't lose rights. That's the difference. So every time we cave and we retreat and we retreat, we lose more and more of our sovereign rights. And that has to stop. People who are patriots like Trump, like Ron DeSantis, like Luis Miguel, this is who we need right now. This is the time for the Patriot. Right. This is the time 
for the people who are patriots to vote the establishment out and put the patriot in, the person who is just like you, the person who thinks the same things that you do, the person who is tired of the same BS, the person who is ready to take back this country. Right. And and the fact, you know, when they say that they're an outsider and not in politics, you know, to me, that's the endorsement. Um, there's nothing better. The, the, the politicians have sold us down the creek so far. You know, we're, we're, we're drowning at this point. You know, people I, I hear every day, I hear people talking about how the only choice we have left is, is a civil war. And then I hear that, you know, from people like, like Dan Bongino who says, well, we have to primary these people. And that's, that's our, our step before it gets worse. We have that opportunity now to, yeah. pri- to primary a rhino in our own state. Luis never, ever wavered in no. his support. He never backed down from what he believed in and nothing could sway him from his principles and his truth. Right, and we've seen it firsthand. And that's that's where this whole podcast comes full circle. We were talking about gun control, comes back to, rhin- to rhinos like, you know, Republicans like Marco Rubio that have actually proposed gun control, anti-constitutional, punishes the victim, declares you guilty until proven innocent. You know, all of these things are not fundamental to our country. And uh, we have to have people that do believe in the fundamental... Uh, foundations of you know the foundations of our country um innocent till proven guilty god-given rights um these rhinos do not possess that core people like donald trump people like ron DeSantis, and people like luis miguel do have that core belief system and that's what we need in politics right now so and you know. hopefully we will be able to get luis uh, miguel on a future episode yep and he can go over the things that you know he's got going on Thank you for joining us, and we appreciate it. And, you know, this is all new to us, but we're going to keep going. We know that you guys think the same things that we do, and you want to know that people are in the fight with you. Right, and we need this medium to, to be able to get our word out. Uh, we have to be able to counter the false narratives that, you know, that groups like BLM and Antifa and the Democrats in general uh, and the city of St. Augustine um, you know, along with any other, you know, leftist liberal controlled city, you know, uh, city puts out there. Their false narratives are lies. They're damaging. They put us in danger. Um, and we're not going to tolerate it anymore. Let's keep let the Patriots take back this country. Absolutely. Starting with North Florida. All right. See you next time. Bye.